into the contest. It's Monday the 13th of December. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, you had a Christmas party for all the school mums and dads. How'd that go? And at my house, mate, we had a fantastic night on Saturday night. A good mate of mine, Kieran Gribben, who was, he was the last lead singer of NXS, brought his guitar along and, and microphone, and um, we had a good old-fashioned sing-along, mate. It was good fun, but yeah, it was uh, school mums gone wild, mate. Was, <laughs> we had a big night. It was good fun. School mums gone wild. <laughs> Sounds like an American movie from the late 90s. All right, well, good stuff, yeah. Nice to have people back together again, isn't it? Really is. And we have a wonderful charity auction here of course, at Afternoon Sport for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. There are some wonderful things to buy, including a signed Wallabies jersey for a lucky person that could be yours if you get in there and get involved. Afternoonsport.com forward slash auction has all the details. Today on the show, England. Oh, England. So much promise and then they fell apart. We also have this wonderful finish to the Formula One and Tiger Woods. When's he coming back? Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care, targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Well, England, uh, this partnership between David uh, Milan and Joe Root, they finished 58 runs behind, two days to play, had so much promise, they had, you know, potentially so much batting to come, and then the cards just fell apart. Look, uh, I know you feel the same as me. You like to see competitive matches. It was very disappointing. It was, uh, particularly for for England and um, and, and their batsmen, um, or should say batters these days, Timmy. Um, but if you look at the stats, uh, in, in 2021, uh, England, Joe Root has scored the most runs. He scored 1,544 at an average of 63. Then you've got Burns, only 490 runs at 28. Pope, 259 runs at 23. Sibley, 356 runs at 19. Stokes, 222 runs at 22. And Crawley, who's also on tour, 156 at 11. Now, you're picking a batsman who's averaging 11 for the year on tour. You're in big, big trouble. Yeah, it, uh, it really was disappointing. They head to Adelaide. I think they're travelling at the moment. And uh, no doubt Broad and Anderson will come back. But they need to really play very differently to compete yeah. with the Australian team. It is under lights, which does change things. Marcus Harris isn't going much chop in a good team. No, he's not, mate. And to tell you what, Marcus Harris, if he doesn't score runs in Adelaide, this will be his last test match. He has the unwanted record now of the, as the worst opening batsman in Ashes history. In four, it's a four-test minimum um, survey they've done here. He averages 8.71. But, mate, he's coming up against Anderson Broad, as you just mentioned, with the pink ball. 
I think uh, Marcus Harris will be playing his last test match come Adelaide. Yeah, and uh, uh, no Josh Hazelwood. It looks like you'd expect Jai Richardson to come in if that was the case. Yeah, definitely, mate. And uh, he's got a, a slight side strain, um, Josh Hazelwood, and so they won't risk won't risk him with that one. But um, you've got a guy who's coming in with um, over 20 shield wickets already, already this year. Big difference to the um, English batsman. He's coming in with form under his belt. He'll do a really, really good job with the pink ball, Jai. Yeah, plenty of big bash happening, and a Tanvir Sanger was on a hat trick. He actually hit uh, the wickets last night with Andre Russell, but uh, the bales didn't come off. And big Dre Russ for the Melbourne Stars. He's been a late addition in the past couple of weeks. He just went crash, bang, wallop, and they had a good win. But also, New Zealand international Colin Munro, he smacked a brilliant century. He did, mate. 114 runs off only 73 balls, um, and he put on an opening um, stand with his opening partner, uh, Mark uh, Bancroft, 132-run stand. Um, yeah, obviously with that sort of start, they won the game comfortably. They won by 49 runs against the Adelaide Strikers. So, yeah, Munro breaking a franchise record there. And this fantastic Formula One finish, I think all the fans of motorsport were looking forward to this. Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. And it was Verstappen on the new tyres that overtook Hamilton on the last lap. You couldn't have asked for a finish quite like it after the year that Formula One has had, like everybody. And Mercedes weren't happy. They protested it, but that didn't work. No, you'll never see a closer series again, I don't think. It came down to the last race. Um, They were one and two, so Verstappen had pole position. One and two on the grid. Um, Lewis Hamilton got the start. Took over the lead, held the lead for the whole um, race until you know, new tyres were awarded to Verstappen due to a crash. Then they allowed him to overtake um, the pace car and he passed him on the, on the last lap, mate. So, uh, yeah, Hamilton not happy, but Verstappen, that's his inaugural F1 championship win. Yeah, and they give you that sort of insight into the the, the discussion mm. between him and his crew and he goes, can we do this for the next 15 or 16 years? I love you, I love you. So Max Verstappen, <laughs> a very happy, understandably, Formula One driver. Now, Tiger Woods, it looks like he's going to return to golf with his son, Charlie, who is a precocious talent himself next week in Florida. In Florida, mate, the PNC Championship in Florida. Um, Tiger's entering as a dad. It's a father-son tournament. Um, his son, Charlie, now is only 13 uh, and played well last year. So Tiger's coming back for that one. And I think um, we mentioned on the show before, this is due to the fact that he nearly lost his leg mm. only 12 months ago. So he's sort of reassessing life and what's important. And I'm, I think playing with your son is very important. So good on you, Tiger. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be all interested to see how he does go. This is Afternoon Sports Day with us because we'll be back talking tennis, NBA, AFL, NRL and much more. Ash Barty, it looks like she'll start in Adelaide before going on to the Australian Open, this um, Adelaide International. Nine of the best ten players in the world, Hennen, Azarenka, Ostapenko, Kvitova, they're all there. Yeah, Ash won this tournament two years ago, um, so she's pretty fond of that surface. Um, but as you said, to be nine of the ten um, top ten players in the world, uh, in the women's, are all there. So it will be a good hit out. And um, as we all know, Ash is striving for her maiden Australian Open. So come on, Ash, have a great preparation here and um, get us the chocolates come the uh, Australian Open. Yeah, some swimming. Molly O'Callaghan has upset Ariane Titmus, of course, the golden girl from Tokyo. Uh, we do need to sort of uh, preface it by saying that Ariane took a big break after the Olympics. She did. Yep, and, and and that's the key here. Um, 
they, they both come from the same club, so whatever they're doing at that swimming club, they're doing some good things. But yeah, but, but Molly O'Callaghan, look, she beat her by I think a point oh five eight five seconds. But as you said, Titmus had a massive break after winning gold in the two hundred and the four hundred the last Olympics. I think she had a, she won a silver in the eight hundred and and a bronze in the relay. So look, she'll come back. But uh, good signs, a seventeen year old Molly O'Callaghan uh, on the up. Now I read this story about Brett Finch um, on the podcast. Last week, where he's opened up, he's been extraordinarily transparent, and he talked about his spiralling downwards after his footy career, which involved drugs and alcohol and losing all this money. He's such a good guy, such a, a nice guy, Brett. I've known him since he's young. Um, hopefully, he's turned the corner and can move in another direction because he's such a talented bloke as well. Uh, if you ever do a function, you know, I am see a lot of functions. If he's ever on the stage. And in form, he is the highlight of every function because he's just got that knack. Yeah, it's really, really sad, wasn't it? Reading um, and listening to what he said, but you know, he said only 18 months ago he had hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank and he hasn't got a cent now um, due to just spending it all on drugs and alcohol. So it's a really, really sad. So hopefully he's hit rock bottom and hopefully he'll come back because, yeah, he is a nice guy. And um, he made a big mistake there and hopefully he can turn his life around because he's lost his radio gig, he's lost his gig at Channel 9, Um yeah, it's a long way back. It's hard to earn that sort of money, and uh, yeah. let's hope he gets back, mate. That's all. Yeah, he's back doing. He's back doing some stuff. I know uh, he does some stuff with us uh, in and around uh, his association with points bet. So I just hope, but it just high, highlights how difficult it can be sometimes when you go out of the sporting space into the real world. Oh, look, definitely, Timmy. It, it's a it's a real thing, um, a tough thing that a lot of people have to deal with being sportsmen. Um, some can make the transition into another another whole career, but a lot of people were stuck in this sort of wilderness for, for many years and, and not sure what actually makes them happy or what they're good at. So uh, hopefully you can find his next big thing. Yeah, we've been saying it for years. It's so important for all sports to be thinking about this vocational education as they are going through the years playing their sport. But um, look, I don't think there's been an enormous amount of an improvement in many sports at all because obviously they're focused on winning that premiership. Anyway, we'll turn on to a little bit of basketball and Matisse Thibel, who played for the Boomers, um, grew up essentially in the United States but has Australian heritage and he was a he was a sensation alongside Paddy Mills and the boys when they took the bronze medal in Tokyo. But he's completely shut down Steph Curry. So Steph Curry is only, I think, two or three, three-pointers away from the all-time NBA record, mm. um, and he totally shut him down, mate. Um, Matisse Thibel, he, he used his speed, his height, and this aggressive sort of defensive um, approach, uh, and um, Curry only shot three from 14, which is unheard of from him. So, yeah, they're going crazy out there in the States, as they do when someone, um, some young guy sort of turns on, turns on a show like this. Well done. Yeah, we were talking before about the transition from – being a sports star into the next field. Some do it so successfully. Mm. And looking at ex-NFL punter Pat McPhee, uh, he's gone on an, into a radio or into a media career, rather. A $168 million deal. Uh, he's doing well. Yeah, it's something like 15 times what he earned in the NFL over all those years. So um, it's, due, it's due to him creating his own content um, and the whole emergence of sports betting in the States, Timmy, and, and the referrals for people who punt. So that whole market is opening up. Um, sports betting is very big here in Australia, but it's been sort of shut down in the US. It's now opening up, and uh, this is the first big thing. It's going to add millions and millions, if not billions of dollars, to the uh, the sports market in America. 
over the coming years. All right. Well, uh, finally, can England turn around back home here in Australia? Can England turn it around uh, and, and win this second test in Adelaide? We'll find out later in the week. But that takes us to our... Lovely little bit of nostalgia today because there's a, you know, there's a story with this guy in most uh, venues because uh, he was that kind of guy because he was a fantastic <laughs> cricketer but also quite a personality. What happened with Michael Bevan in Adelaide? In Adelaide, so when Michael Bevan got out, um, he would be very, very aggressive um, to, pretty much to himself in the change room mm. um, and he would start to use the, uh, the, the F word and we would set a market if he got out early how many F-bombs he would drop. Um, on this one particular day at Adelaide Oval, I think he dropped 42 F-bombs. Um, and I think Mark will end up winning the, <laughs> winning the bet because he said spread was between 35 and 52. Um, so then Michael Bevan decided after dropping all these F-bombs and throwing his cricket bat in the change room that he would get the bag of balls that we'd use for training. And he went out the back of Adelaide Oval and he just ran up and, and Michael Bevan bowled leg spin. He decided to bowl fast and he bowled on his own to no batsman and bowled I think it was 182 bounces in a row <laughs> to get all his frustration out. That's the Bev attack. That's the crazy Michael Bevan that we play with. 182 bounces. <laughs> It'd be a great little mini series. He was dead set running off about 100 metres too, I reckon. He was steaming in. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, my hair's never smelt better, Timmy, or looked better. It's, uh, it's Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Oh, I saw you the other day. I'll tell you what, you've got a movie role Lush. because of that vitamin shampoo. You're looking fantastic <laughs> thanks to Main Hair Care, as does our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. Back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.